Hey guys, welcome to episode 53 of the 1023 Soul Shop Talk podcast. And today, what I want to talk about is the RPM Act. There seems to be a lot of confusion around what the RPM Act actually is. And what I would encourage all of you to do, and encourage your friends and anybody else who's interested in these things, um, is one, definitely get involved. You know, uh, policy doesn't change, law doesn't change unless the people um, like vehemently work towards it. It doesn't, it's not good enough to be passive. And the other thing is to actually do your best to understand it. And I'm going to use this, I guess, sort of as an example of that. Uh, yes, a lot of laws and a lot of bills, um, and a lot of acts, whatever you want to call them, right. Um, are extremely complicated. You'll have, you know, the build back better plan is how many thousands of pages of documents. Like there's, there's, there's few people on earth that could read that any, like all of it in its entirety and understand its implications. It's massive. It's huge. It's un, it's not understandable. But, um, this one specifically that does directly affect and does have a lot of, you know, uh, like talk and weight around it is the RPM act, um, which is the rec, uh, recognition of, uh, motorsports, man, am I being stupid right now? What the heck does it stand for? Uh, recogn- recognizing the protection of motorsports. Um, sorry. And I guess one of the reasons I want to bring this up now is that starting in on, I think it's next Thursday. So, um, September 7th, 2022, this is going to be brought, um, introduced to, uh, the Senate, at least the communications will begin around it. I don't know exactly how that part of it works, um, but it's the 117th Congress first session. And so um, I want to kind of cover what does this mean? What does it actually mean practically to the diesel industry? Because I see way too much information that is totally incorrect. People are like, yeah, pass the RPM Act. People people will share the post or whatever because it you know builds up steam um, so that we can you know do whatever we want with our cars. And that just isn't what this is for. Um, specifically, what this means is um, this is a this is to amend a provision in the Clean Air Act that allows vehicles newer than 25 years old to be able to be converted into strictly race vehicles, meaning that it's legal then to modify them, uh, you know, in whatever way, you know, and I guess what what would what, what would matter to the diesel industry is, you know, now you can delete your emissions equipment and you can put bigger injectors and turbos and stuff on it legally. This is where there's a big, 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 big problem in the understanding of the industry is that, uh, even though everybody thinks that it's just normal or so many people seem to think that it's just normal, uh, to, uh, be able to find, you know, uh, at the, at the wide extremes, delete parts for your newer trucks that have emissions equipment on them, like the a DPF or an EGR. Um, but even more than that, being able to modify them uh, extremely for road use, which isn't legal. I want to be very clear about that. It's not. Um, it may be easy to find parts for them, but there's, you know, we'll... Have lots more information out there. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm able to accurately represent this better in the future. Um, I'm trying really hard to put something together that's going to be clear about this, but it's complicated. Um, basically, 
this is allowing this is a this is to add a provision where it'll be legal to turn a street vehicle a a VIN numbered registerable legal on road vehicle into a race vehicle strictly race vehicle meaning no insurance no registration not you know you can't have plates on it um, you have to trailer it wherever you go you cannot use it on the road um, it is to take a a certified stock road legal vehicle and turn it into a strictly actually race vehicle not huh it's a race vehicle um but you know i do burnouts on the highway no this is to allow the ability to turn a street vehicle into a race vehicle and the reason i'm trying to make this so clear is that that right now as it stands it is not legal to take a a anything newer than 25 years so if you if you have a 20 you know 15 power stroke and you want to turn it into a race truck if you have 2015 power stroke you're like i'm just i'm gonna trailer this thing it's not gonna be registered it's not gonna be insured nothing i'm just it's going to be purely a race vehicle i'm gonna cage it i'm gonna gut it it's gonna have racing seats uh everything that is illegal it is illegal to modify that truck from its original condition under the Clean Air Act. You cannot do it. You cannot delete it. You cannot remove the emissions equipment. You cannot tune it in a way that isn't proven to be completely legal and not negatively affect emissions output. It is federally illegal, whether you have emissions in your state or not. So the RPM Act is an amendment to allow that, is allow you to modify your vehicle in that way strictly for racing purposes. So what I would encourage you to do, I'm going to include a link to this um, down in the description. So if you're watching the video, you'll see it up here. We're going to read through it. And if you're just listening, um, then I'll, I'll try to go through the whole thing. But I, I want it to be well understood what this actually stands for. Um, because there probably is going to be some media around it in the coming like week or two, since it is being introduced to Congress yet again. I don't know for how many times, like so many times it's been introduced. Um, it seems to have some pull this time, which is cool. Actually, this is interesting. If you're watching, I'll show you here. Um, and there will be a link to, uh, to this information too on congress.gov. Um, there are 31 uh, uh, co-sponsors on this, on this bill, on this act. Okay. Um, the Richard Burr, um, from North Carolina, he was the Senator that, that is the sponsor. And then, the, then there's 31 co-sponsors. I, I'm not going to lie. I was very surprised that out of those 31, 11 of them are Democrats. This is not a political conversation. I'm just kind of surprised. And I was so much more surprised when I read that, Mark Kelly from Arizona, Joe Manchin, and get this, I don't I don't know how much you're into politics, but this just really blew my mind. I could not, I, I honestly, I read this and I was like, there's no way. Amy Klobuchar is one of the co-sponsors of this bill. So I was surprised by that. I'm not going to lie. Like I try to be pretty rational and understand all sides and I'm not a, I'm not a, really a party person. I just um, was very surprised to see that. So, hey, good. I mean, maybe maybe we have a chance. I mean, 31. Uh, it's not it's not that many, but it's better than it has been in the past as far as I can tell. And uh, maybe maybe there'd be some weight behind this. 
Um, but let's go through this bill. I'm not going to read word for word everything. Like I said, I'm going to link it below. It's a super short document. Like seriously, like you can read it while you're grabbing your, your Mickey D's for morning breakfast. Like it, it'll, it'll take five minutes to read the thing. Unless you're like me and you're dyslexic, then it, may, it might take longer. Um, but so what this is, uh, we've got the title and definitions. I don't think we need to read that. But um, uh, section three, the exemption from anti-tampering provisions. And now there's a link to this. I encourage you to go read it. Um, what the title, or the, sorry, the section, it's 203A of the Clean Air Act um, that they're trying to amend, um, says section 203A of air, good grief, dyslexia again. Section 203A of the Clean Air Act is amended by adding at the end of the following, no action with respect to any device or element of design described in paragraph three shall be treated as prohibited act under that paragraph if the action is for the purpose of modifying a motor vehicle into a vehicle to be used solely for competition and that the vehicle is not authorized for operation on a street use or highway. This is what I was talking about earlier, where um, it's not it's not that it's just illegal to turn it like like it's it's worse than it's illegal to modify your truck you know for street use in a way that negatively impacts emissions. Um, let me throw this in there. Uh, I think that there's two things that are just destroying America, and that is uh, that is lawyers and advertisers. That's all another conversation. So uh, it's as hard to read and understand. But what it's saying is in the Clean Air Act, uh, what I mentioned earlier is that you cannot turn a vehicle that was registered for street use into a race vehicle. Understand that very, very clearly. It's important. And so what they want to add under that is the implementation. In implementing the amendment made by substitution, sorry, made by subsection A, the administrator shall not, meaning the EPA administrator, uh, may not create a federal database or identify or require the creation of a state database of a vehicle registration information that is required to be consulted at the point of manufacture, sale, or installation, or use of parts or components, and require the registration of a vehicle or part of component of a vehicle by the manufacturer, seller, purchaser, installer, or use the vehicle. Okay. Good Lord. Let's do this in English. So... What they're saying is let's not like it will we will not be able this is the hard one to pass all right back up one second this is the part that i think is going to be the hardest to actually turn into anything uh and probably why it gets the most amount of pushback so the epa will not be able to create a federal database or any identity or require the, uh, the creation of an identity, a database to collect that identity of uh, vehicle registration information that's required at the point of manufacturer sale or the parts that go on it. It's, it's honestly hard to turn this into like English. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe the rest of you are smarter. You're going to read this and be like, dude, I, you're freaking stumbling over this. This is so complicated. But basically, the EPA is not going... Like, they're going to regulate the EPA out of the ability to... Um, or at least 
add a subsection to the Clean Air Act so that the EPA cannot create um, a database of uh, like stock components that will disallow them from the ability to manufacture and sell components that don't meet those exact components. Hopefully that makes sense. Maybe I'm not making this any more clear. Maybe I'm just making it more confusing. And if so, I'll make another video and uh, hopefully we can clear it up. I apologize. Probably should have taken better notes. Um, Section four is the regulation. Um, uh, Section 4A, in general, not later uh, than one year of the date of enactment of this act, the administrator of the EPA shall finalize a regulation to implement the amendment made by section three. So in at one year after signing this, if it passes um, no later than one year, sorry, the EPA will have to finalize the regulation to make it. So this amendment is permanent. Uh, Section B requirements, the regulation under the subsection. So the regulation under when they have to implement this within one year, will describe reasonable conditions for the applicability of the exemption under the amendment made by what we just talked about that are consistent with the requirements described in section three. So uh, basically within one year, uh, the EPA administrator will need to finalize the regulation, um, put it into the Clean Air Act, um, and it needs to be reasonable. Like the conditions need to be reasonable. Section B2, they will need to provide the that evidence of physical attributes of a vehicle to be used solely for competition may be sufficient to qualify for exemption under the amendment made by section 3A. I'm just going to keep reading here, then I'll sum it up. Provide that a manufacturer, seller, or installer of a part or component seeking to use the exemption under the amendment made by section 3A may not rely solely on unsupported declarations from the purchaser or owner of the vehicle about the legal status of the vehicle, the intended use of the part or component, uh, or of the vehicle itself. All right, let's sec- let's sum up section four. Within one year of this act uh, being passed by the Senate and the House and then the president and then becoming law, within one year of that, Clear, reasonable conditions that describe the uh, evidence of physical attributes. So the vehicle needs to, they need to have clear ways of, of describing a vehicle that is intended as a race vehicle. And that the owner of that vehicle needs to also, part of that requirement is the owner of that vehicle needs to be able to uh, uh, legally show that it is a race vehicle forever. Now that that VIN number, that vehicle will always be a race vehicle and can never be sold as anything else. That's what that's stating. And this needs to be written to law within one year. Guys, I really hope I'm making this clear. Um, and then this just goes to the effective date, section five, um, section, sorry, here's here's what it says. Section three, including the amendment made by section three, a takes effect on the date of the enactment of this act without regard to whether a final regulation has been, uh, promulgated under section four. So, so this is just saying like 
whether or not the law is written yet, so it may take up to a year based on the section four, um, if it's not taken into effect for, you know, 12 months after this is, you know, written into law, right, uh, then any, like, I'm guessing this is saying that any violations or things that they assume to be violations that happen within that one year cannot be considered um, unjust or illegal um, because it will have taken effect, even though they haven't written into law yet, like they haven't put in the Clean Air Act and made the amendments, um, that any past violations within those 12 months um, that are allowed uh, won't be counted as violations. I think that's kind of what that's trying to get at here. Um, so the the overarching story, and I and again, I'm probably doing a terrible job of this, is that it's an ability to allow vehicles. It's an amendment to the Clean Air Act to allow vehicles that are newer than 25 years old to be able to be converted into race vehicles permanently and a le- an illegal way of proving that they are race vehicles, not street vehicles, and cannot be used as street vehicles, which is really important because, again, it goes back to the problem of most people don't seem to understand that like modifying your truck in a way that affects emissions for road use is illegal and it's and it's worse than that it's if you're on the automotive performance side it's worse than that in that it's not just illegal to modify it for road use it's illegal to modify your truck that's newer than 25 years old for race use in a way that affects emissions so this is a great step this is something i think needs to happen i think it's 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 crazy that it's illegal to turn any vehicle into a race vehicle if it's newer than 25 years old that's that's i think that that is crazy so i do think this needs to happen but understand that this is the root of a much bigger problem from the perspective of an automotive enthusiast you got to understand the perspective here the people like the the law and the enforcement of that law if you're upset about you know the EPA or whatever is not just that we can't modify road vehicles to use on the road. It's not that you can't just delete your truck. Like, that's just the surface. It's that, like, they're coming at it from the angle of you aren't allowed to modify your truck for any reason at all. Not for off-road use. You can't sign a waiver that makes it legal. There's nothing. It is federally, everywhere, 50 states, no matter what, illegal to modify your truck your truck in a way that negatively impacts emissions, no matter what the use case is. So this is step one. This is step one in, I guess, a uh, series. Like I just kind of, this is this is winging it, you know, off the cuff, but I am building a documentary series right now, um, sort of digging to what the law actually says about like the performance industry, because there, there's no way if you disagree with it, I disagree with it, whatever, we can argue about that. That's a whole nother conversation. But if you don't, if we don't understand what the law says, if we don't understand what is actually being enforced, then it's, you're just going to be angry and that's it. And there's no benefit to that. It doesn't help anyone. So my, my goal with this and this was terrible because it was just kind of off the cuff. I sat down. And I was like, let's just talk about this because um, I remembered that this was coming up in a week. Um, 
my goal with this is to hopefully help some people. Uh, and I would encourage you to share this with your friends or uh, anybody else who might be interested, uh, unless it's horrible, and then wait for the documentary. Just follow us on YouTube and you know join our podcast. Um, it's important to understand what the law actually says so we can understand why it's being enforced the way that it is. Otherwise, no problems are ever going to be solved. No, no things that we perceive as problems are going to be solved. So with that, guys, I'm going to sign off and we will talk to you very soon. Um, I know I've been quiet for a while, but there is, um, there's a lot going on and it's very difficult to make this clear. Um, it's going to be very hard to describe and be, uh, totally, I want to be very transparent, but I want to be very clear at the same time. So just stay tuned, bear with us, um, little more time and I will be releasing, um, quite a lot more information about what's going on. Appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you soon.